Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Sharon, and welcome to The Breakup Dress. Each week, we will be delving into the fashion world, tackling the issues around fast fashion, education about sustainable fashion, and we want you to get involved as we share memories from our wardrobes. Hello and welcome back to The Breakup Dress. We hope you had a gorgeous week. Um, we're very, very excited for Christmas. How are you set, Megan? Merry Christmas! Oh my God, the most, um, I guess, I do I love about these few days. It's all the eating. It's just constant eating all day know. long. Yesterday was just tasting the ham, tasting the cranberry sauce, tasting this, tasting that. Um, yeah, I'm just loving just constant eating. I know, you're going to love it in January then when you getting your fitness kick and you're like why did I eat for the whole week salad <laughs> no my problem is I'll have to in January I'll have to cook for myself because I'm so I don't know I know you do the cooking at home but in my home house mom yeah. does all the cooking like everything all the chopping prep everything you don't and, like, have to lift just, finger no but like she doesn't oh. want me to like if I try help I know I can see her watching me being like oh no you're not doing that I, I think I've said it before in the pod but the only thing I do is stir the gravy that she's already pre-made <laughs> like it's she puts all the ingredients together. Like, you know, you know when you do like Mam does that really nice gravy. You know, with all the juices and all the stuff and the okay. I don't know, so no, gravy. no packet in your house. No packet. Oh, stuff Oh, she's no okay. packet at all. Everything's fresh. No. And then um, I'm just there. All I do is stir it. Like so that's all I'm allowed to do. That is so funny. You just there stir it. It's like roles reversed. I'm like that. I'm really bossy in the kitchen. I'm like, oh my god, you know. And then I'll get someone to help me. And if they're not doing something right, I'm like, no, just let me do it. Yeah, but I think that's why mom is. I think mom just prefers do not because she has it all in her head about what timings and what way she wants everything done. So we just leave her to it. Like she, there's six of us for dinner today. So um, yeah, we're all sitting. We're going in Granny's house. So it'll be a case of I know now we'll be over and back all morning and cart like carting stuff over. Also, she there's this beautiful um place in kind of a bakery in Gort, and um, mom is after getting like four or five different types of cakes. I was like, who are eating all these cakes? Like there's mince pies which i'm not really sure if many people like mince pies Um, there's a gingerbread cake which i know is delicious there's trifle we got a chocolate brownie cake and then there's uh some other kind of christmas cake and then i was like ma'am one was even really eat cake <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny and you know what is so funny as well you're actually a decent enough cook i'd say you just let on because you love her cooking for you <laughs> you're actually yeah. well able to cook <laughs> i now i always often think i was like you know that point i feel like when i'm an adult that i'll have to be like the host Christmas dinner and I'm going oh my god like I just don't know how ma'am does that because that's like the whole like the ham is there it's ready I taste like taste she cooks the ham on Christmas Eve and it was so good like we had a few few ham sandwiches before we went to mass but um yeah I I, I just don't, like I kind of nearly would I think I get anxious even the idea of having to cook for a gang of people like I nearly oh, no, do it like how would you find it Oh, it's proper like military style. You know, it's so funny because you have to have everything in at like a certain time. You know, if you do the roast potatoes and obviously they take ages. And then if you mm. like roast parsnips or carrots, like they take longer and then something's quicker. And like you have like loads of people around you and you're like, get that out of the oven, like chop this, do that. So it's proper stressful. And then if you're the person that's kind of like over it and doing it, like you can't really relax when it's ready. You know, when you give it mm. out to everyone else and then you're like, thinking about the next thing so I think it's yeah it's quite stressful but also you, I enjoy it like I enjoy making it you know do you write down like do you keep a like a, a list of the timings or do you just know yourself no I think this is the thing with cooking you know if someone's good at cooking I think you kind of I know this sounds like really whatever but you kind of feel it do you know yeah. the way like if I'm making something or I have a dish and some like mom's always like to me oh please give me the recipe for that thing you made and I'm like there's not really a recipe like it's in my head and then if I just feel it needs a little bit more of this or that you know 
then I just do that. So I think anyone that's into cooking, they don't really like, it's not a stringent thing. You don't follow like a manual. You're just kind of, you kind of know if that sounds a bit crazy. Yeah, see, my problem is I get all the ingredients and then I just usually forget something. I'm like, oh God. But come here, you have a new special guest this Christmas. Little Freddie Bear, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And you know what's so exciting? Because obviously when you and your siblings are so grown up and like I'm the oldest and, uh, you know, you, you get to see you remember Christmas when they were young and it was so exciting but like we haven't had that in so long but yeah. he's still too young to know what's going on obviously but it'll still be cracked just you know having him there and the atmosphere of having a baby around so it's just yeah so exciting. But it'll be so I think it'll be so different because you've probably gone from having your grown-up siblings with you to having like a, a well like he's still in tech well, he's not really newborn but when they're under a year like you know he's still like yeah. such a baba. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, oh my God, he's so cute. And he hasn't been well, actually. I think, I don't know what has been going around, but everyone I know either has a vomiting bug or oh, a chest oh, infection. Everywhere. So everywhere. he hadn't been well. Yeah, he hadn't, he hadn't been well la the last week. So thank God they're getting up. But like, to anyone listening that's sick at the minute, Jesus Christ, I feel sorry for you because everyone in the country seems to be sick with something. Do you know what? Like, and I'm this the, this week leading up to Christmas is my favorite time for socializing. Like, I love the run up into Christmas, and uh, I just found I've, this last week I've had to do night in, night out, night in, night out. Whereas usually I'd pull myself together and I can do the three or four nights in the trot. And I actually skipped the eve of Christmas Eve because, like that, we went out in Kilkenny during the week, which I can't just say great crack. Love Kilkenny. Yeah, some great. like some spot. Really love it. We're actually saying we're going back for a girls' weekend sometime because we want to. We only did one night and I think we want to do a proper weekend. We can go around to all the pubs and sorry, all the little boutiques as well. The little local. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Like beautiful. And of course the castle and the little Christmas market. So that was great. And see all our friends. But then when I got back to Limerick, I was just wrecked. So I like took that night mm -hmm. off. Then I went out on the 22nd with my housemate and we had a great night. We actually had a great night. We did, we did a bit of a parish tour. When I say parish tour, it's basically just going around from pub to pub. And we did a load of pubs. You didn't go to we, the churches. <laughs> no, no, the parish tour. And uh, we, God, we met geez, so many people out. And like, even she was like, Jesus Christ, there's so many people out. And all we were doing was talking, talking, talking. So much so that like, I wasn't even on my phone. I was like missing loads of messages because we were just talking so much. And you know what I'm like? I'm always on the phone. So then yeah, I woke up. Very yeah. hard to get you away from the phone. That's Exactly. <laughs> you then, busy. Oh my god and I woke up in the morning the 23rd and my throat was like on fire from all the talking and I was like oh god I was like I'm going out tonight and I was like really look forward to catching up with all my, my school friends and stuff but as the day wore on I went home home and you know like when you're like there's a difference between being sick and being hungover a hangover mm. you kind of know it's going to wear off at some stage and you kind of almost feel it wearing off whereas when you're sick it just it's not going anywhere and as the day progressed I felt like I was getting worse and my throat was getting sore and I was like okay if you go out tonight now in town um you're probably just going to like Christmas Eve will just won't be fun. And I'd stuff I had to do on Christmas Eve. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be sensible now and I'm going to stay in. And kind of, it was kind of painful staying in. It was kind of sad. <laughs> Are you going for drinks tonight actually? Um, Yeah, we all will go for drinks after mass and then Christmas day, then I'll probably have like start the day with like a, a hot whiskey or something. Mm. Or an Irish coffee. What is it? Irish coffee, isn't it? Sorry, Irish coffee. Yeah, that's what we'll do. I'll be a Christmas day morning is my I'm usually on drinks that's actually my job my only job because my mum doesn't drink alcohol so that's what I that's only, I'll have it <laughs> nice cocktail for the day but yeah I was just saying about Kilkenny as well it was such a good crack we were playing around on your tinder actually in Kilkenny that was good fun 
Oh my God. So like, <laughs> this is what happens when you give, especially when you give someone, someone in relationships, like, can we have, can we, can we play with your Tinder? I'm like, okay, it's not a toy. It's like, it could be our love lives here. And like, so then I was getting messages because their girls were matching people. They were just swiping right the whole time. So then I was there going, oh God. And I was like, what do you do? And then you feel bad on matching them. But then it's like, then I, as the days are progressing, I've been getting more messages and I was going, oh my God. And it's like, I can't say, oh, sorry, my friend matched you, not me. Cause that's really mean. So now I'm kind of in this weird predicament. So I'm like, I have these people who messaged me and I don't know what to say back. Um, oh, we were absolutely taking the piss. Like, cause I don't have that app at the minute. We were taking it and just matching with everybody just for the crack. Even people like guys that don't even have like a profile picture. And they're just like, yeah, I'm this age. I have this, I'm, you know, whatever. And yeah, I'd say. Can I say actually on the whole Tinder thing, which we're going to talk about it properly in a little while. Um, this whole thing of lads having like a picture of their torso, but not like their face and then saying, oh, by the way, I'm really good looking. Um, and I would like you, you'll be whatever X, Y, and Z, and, but won't put their picture. I'm like, I don't know anyone that would swipe right. I'd never swipe right. No, not, it's not a vanity thing, but like, it's kind of like, I know it's probably like love is blind. I know that was the whole point of love is blind. You're in the pods and you couldn't see them. But the whole idea of, um, you still want to see someone's face because you want to like, yeah, but they're clearly married they're clearly married or they're in a relationship that's why they have that up like they're just looking for someone you know who basically wants to meet for the night that's yeah, why true, okay. that's true but yeah so on christmas week it's been all go but come here what's your plan so for stevens and for the rest of the week mm. so i have a lot of catching up actually to do with um friends that have traveled back to leitrim from different countries um a lot of my friends, unfortunately, as I mentioned, are kind of actually sick this week. But I'm, yeah, just chilling for Christmas, probably uh, Stephen's Day. I'll probably just, I don't know, have a few with my friends. I have dinners booked. Um, and then, yeah, just really relax. And I think that's like my main priority because the year has been so hectic. I just want this time to like veg and like you said, just eat loads and yeah, forget what day it is. Get into that Christmas um what is it that just blur and you're like, what day is it? <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm kind of half raging. So I, well, I'm working St. Stephen's Day. Well, I'm covering the Limerick races, which I know will be great crack. But also I'm kind of going, oh my God. So on Stephen's Day morning, I have to get up and drive back to Limerick. No, it's not that far. But um, like I have to put on an outfit, put on yeah. a full face of makeup, like do myself up. And I was kind of going, oh, I kind of would like another while just to chill. But then I'm going back to Stephen's. I'm going out to Stephen's night in Limerick anyways, because that was always the plan. But now I'm kind of going... Oh no, but I have to get out and I have to actually have to work. Um, but I'm look yeah. like it'll be a bit of crack thing when I get there. And the Stevens Day race in Limerick always bring a good crowd. So if anyone has listened to this before St. Stephen's Day and you spot me at the Limerick races, do come on over because I'm looking to interview and chat to people um who are in, I suppose, the festive spirit. Um and then I have a few days in kind of then I have my limbo days. So I'm gonna have to come back to Galway at some stage and then try fly out to Grand Canaria on the thirtieth. Oh lovely. That'll be so so nice. You can give me tips for where to go then. Lucky you. Can't wait. Yeah, what are you wearing to the races tomorrow then? I have, oh, it's a red jumpsuit that is, I'd say, oh my God, why? Actually, it would be 10 years old or more because I wore it when I lived in the apartment. We lived in an apartment in Galway City. So yeah, she's over 20. It's just a really handy, slinky red one that I just, like, it fits me. It's comfortable. Um, so yeah, I'm wearing that actually, Stephen's Day. So yeah, Jesus, you'll have not a bother. You'll have every man up on that race course. Trying <laughs> to chat. Yeah, well, yeah, well, <laughs> maybe you'll find a few. <laughs> maybe you'll find a few of those guys from Tinder that will recognise you. Oh God, I'll be mortified. They're like, oh, we matched. I'm like, did we? I don't even remember. Um, oh God, yeah. Speaking of single at Christmas, we've got something little special coming up for you. 
Okay, so I am very intrigued with this article that you have for me about being single at Christmas because the two of us are not in relationships, so I'm very interested to hear your findings. Do you know I have to say? I read this article and I was kind of going, oh, that's kind of sad. So one in three people feel single shamed at Christmas time. Now, this was on the um, RT Lifestyle website and um, basically it was um, Dr. Caroline West is a lecturer in sex and relationships expert for Bumble Ireland and UK and the host of the Glow West podcast. And uh, she was on drive time just talking about how lonely it can be. And uh, some of the findings as well are that uh, one in four people across Gen Z and millennials, we're millennials, uh, feel unworthy and loved because of those questions about being like asked like oh no one this year oh single again this Christmas on your own and I was like oh my god that's so sad but for me personally like I think that's more um if you feel like down for being single at Christmas time I think that's more so you're you're down in yourself because I found years ago I remember I went through a bit of breakup and I was like miserable at Christmas because I spent Christmas with my ex's family and uh, then I remember those few years after I was found it really lonely and then like when my family would say to me oh you're single again I was like oh my god they're so mean whereas now it doesn't bother me now I'm like oh here we go again when a, a joke comes out about me being on my own at the table like I'm like oh would your family say that to you like I I honestly I'm not lying when I say this like I, I don't ever get that people have never said to me oh you haven't found anyone yet or you know like maybe it will come my way or whatever but then I don't know I think like I'm like I honestly don't lie when I say this I actually love being single as do you yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But I do understand because there was times over the years, I think when I was going through more of a, a tough phase that I, there was kind of times where I did feel that. But the only reason I, yeah. didn't, I didn't like being single at Christmas like a couple of years ago was because I was miserable in myself. So like I thought maybe being with someone would mask that pain and make me feel better about myself. But deep down, God, this is very deep now. Deep down, I am. Um, oh, it's okay. It was, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But just for me personally, it was like it was my own insecurities and my own issues. Yeah. So like a boyfriend at the time was never going to make me yeah, it might briefly make me feel better, but wasn't going to cover up what was really going on. So like, Because you didn't years. feel 100% in yourself that that's why you think you had those feelings. That actually makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then I, like I said, I, being, when you're miserable, someone is like, yeah, someone will make you feel happy at moments. But if you've mm. got like underlying, like if you have something that you maybe really need to address or for me, it was obviously like losing my brother and my father and like grieving and having to go through a grieving process and everything. So that was kind of my issue. So having a boyfriend wasn't going to, it was, it was just like, paint over the cracks but they were going to reappear if that makes sense so I yeah. kind of for years for me it took me like all the obviously work I've done on myself professionally and um you know like going to therapy and stuff all helped me kind of get to this yeah. place now where yeah I do really enjoy being single like obviously it'd be nice to have someone to maybe share Christmas Eve with and exchange nice presents to each other because you always spend more money on when you're in a relationship you'll always spend more money on that person than anyone else I find oh absolutely but I think back to your point there you're like that is so right what you said about like you know painting over the cracks that if you kind of get into a relationship maybe when you're not in the best frame of mind or whatever you actually mm-hmm. you end up usually with someone that you're actually not supposed to be with that might bring out even worse qualities in you you know that you're insecure yeah. about whereas like you do have to do that work and be like you know what I'm so happy alone that I actually don't need mm-hmm. anybody else to do to to bring me any more joy or to you know distract me from I suppose what I'm feeling so I think that like that is the best time to get into a relationship if it happens organically and you're like, you know what, great, you can add to my life, but I don't need you for anything, you know. I think. Now the one thing I will say at Christmas, what will be nice single person is like we all I'm now an old Christmas shift wouldn't go astray. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you gotta shift with the gingerbread man and Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice gingerbread man ever. 
Um, but like that's what it is. I think it goes down to that. It's kind of like ah, you wouldn't because everyone's going on about like oh, everyone's home for Christmas now because obviously a lot of people that are living abroad couldn't come home for two years. So this Christmas, everyone like so many more people came home. And you mentioned Tinder there on the date naps. I was like looking going, sorry, where are all these people that are home because they're either all in relationships or they're not on dating apps? Because I was having a little swipe through there just to see, even though because I'm home and. Galway now I was like oh, I wonder if there's anyone new around I'm not haven't noticed anyone or met anyone yet and even on the night I was out in Limerick now I met loads of people I know but I didn't see any like fresh meat or you know <laughs> fresh meat but <laughs> 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 well, well, I, 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 you know what I actually do get what you're saying because right now like I don't have anything right now at the minute because I just got fed up with them I just found them really time consuming and I was like I actually don't have time to go onto these and flick through people and I just find yeah. as well, like, I think when you meet someone, it's it's much better if it's organic. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And like, you well, know. Well, that's, you... that's harder in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, yeah, I, I suppose it is actually. Yeah. But, um... Well, that's what I thought. Like, that's what I kind of, that's not all the reason now. The, the Eve of Christmas Eve, the 23rd, I was kind of going, Jesus, Megan, now should you be going out in town? Because do you know what? Like, what if, what if he's out there? What if he's in Galway tonight and you were sitting in the home drinking Exbutex, watching, I was watching Love Actually. I was watching Love Actually. I was like, oh God. Exbutex so, and Love Actually. Quick <laughs> So romantic. So there I was going. Like, going. That was my main concern last night. Going, Jesus, what if I'm missing out now? And what if he's out there? So then I did go on Tinder on, on that night to see if there's anyone extra. But you're, most of them are probably socialising not on their phones. So um, we'll just have to wait till another time. It'll happen when you least expect it, Megan. You'll be in the pharmacy buying a new bottle of XP text. Meet him with glance at each other around <clears throat> lower nose oh. or something. But yeah, no, so just that's kind of the crack with it all. And then um but that's yeah, that's just the way it is. So I think if anyone's feeling like lonely this Christmas, like don't like you know, try and make as you said, like you said, you're catching up with your home friends, make an effort to meet up with people that you haven't seen in ages. Like make an effort to mm. And it's not about going out drinking because I think we've established that everyone is sick so nobody can go out. But like going out for coffees or going for strolls. Yeah. I always think going for strolls in these few days is nice. It's just kind of, or like, you know, visiting, I don't know, the, the next town or village over and kind of things like that. So I think sometimes that's what people don't like. They find the loneliness too much. But if you really feel like, you know, you're kind of finding it tough, get out and about. Mm-hmm. And I said, drop messages. Like you'll see on Instagram, the people that are home, home for Christmas. So get on to them as well. I'm like, geez, it'd be great to catch up. And you no, know, if people can't meet as well, that's totally fine. Just, I think everyone's kind of sick too. But, you yeah. know, I think just try not to, like I would say, try fill your days with, you know, movies, Netflix, podcasts, hit subscribe, mm-hmm. please. Um, <laughs> and, you know, things like that. Like, so don't, like, I think especially it's hard, it is hard for people if you are in a, a lonely headspace this time of year. I actually meant to ask you when I, we were just talking on the subject of dates there. I don't know if this is like running on, but I think it'd be funny. So out of your 2022, what is the worst date you've had? Or do you have one that was particularly bad? Well, I had a boyfriend for half of it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's really <laughs> insensitive of me. <laughs> I forgot. I'm such a douchebag. <laughs> well, the first six months of the year I had a boyfriend. <laughs> We'll know now if he if he hears family or friends listen because this will come back. I know. So the first six months obviously was great crack, and then um. So since I actually, I haven't been on any dates, have I? Oh no, I have. Have I? No. Oh, mm, not yeah, but no. Yeah, I I didn't. I was on a date there, a recent enough, and um, it was um, 
Yeah, like remember, he, oh God, <laughs> he was asking me about like how bad things got. Like he, I think he was really trying to find a wife. So I felt like I was very much so. Oh, like, that happens a lot here. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of going, okay, well, hold on a second now. I'm like, oh, just because I'm 33 doesn't mean I'm looking to settle down and have kids. You know, I was, I was asked about kids. I was asked about marriage. And then I was asked about like things. And then like he asked me um about like my mental health. He's like, oh, and like, you know, how would you say you are mentally right now? It's <laughs> kind of going, what? <laughs> and my head's going, really strange question but I was like um well I, I just found it really I don't know I found it really hard. I was like this is I like, well, like I, analyzing I, you to see if you're like yeah. you know if we, <laughs> what the fuck so yeah that was that that's um look it was it was grand I won't be going another date anyways um and then I suppose that was kind of it really actually no I do you know what no 2023 I'm gonna try and make an actual effort to go on more proper dates because I've always been really I'm really nervous when it comes to going on a date like I find if a guy asks me out I just check it out I'm so bad and I find when I go on a first date I just can't be myself and then I know I'm not myself and then I either talk too much or I don't talk enough and I think I was just I never I don't give a good um display of my true self on a first date so I, I, I can't imagine that you do that how would you I would can't imagine you being shy or not like oh, giving no, an accurate representation of yourself mm. Like sometimes I get shy and awkward and then sometimes I just get sassy. So it's kind of, I just find it hard to be myself. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's what, that's what I'm going to try to do actually for the year. I actually want to try to go on more dates and like just see if yeah. I can actually, and it's not, 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 not more so to find a boyfriend, but just because they, I know they can be fun. So like no reason why I shouldn't. So no, anyways, that was mine. <laughs> it's great. It's great to get out there and just, do you know what I mean? Just meet people. And sometimes you actually like, you know, make friends and you're like, this is great crack, you know, no interest romantically, but you know, it's great getting out there and just meeting new people. Well, I'm throwing this back on you now, so go for it. Oh, you've definitely heard this one before. So this is really funny. But anyway, went on a date and you know when you arrive and like within a few minutes, you usually know you're like, oh God. But I have this like thing and I bet you you'd be the same. You know, if you meet someone and you're like, God, I don't really fancy them, but you know, he could be really sound. We could be friends. Yeah. So I'll entertain and I'll just be like, do you know what? We've come out. We may as well just have a few drinks. So anyway, as as it went on, and he was chatting away and chatting away, and then it came, came up about his, like, family dog and how the beloved family dog had died. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that's terrible, you know. And he was like, yeah, my mom was at me. And she was like, you have to bring the dog to be cremated to get the ashes. And I was like, grand, grand. He goes, so I put it into a bag anyway, and I drove into town, and I had the dog in the bag, and I was walking down the street, and I met my neighbour, and we were chatting away and all of a sudden she looked horrified. The dog had fell out of the bag onto the <laughs> pavement. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, Jesus, you know, like he goes, I suppose like it was, you know, it was just a little bag. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, what size is your dog? He's like, oh, it's like a husky. A husky. He had shoved the family bag. dog, a husky sized dog into a little bag. So at this stage, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, how on earth did you fit the dog into the bag? He goes, no, I didn't. The legs were dying out. Oh, Christ edge. above. I mean... Imagine this guy walking down the street with the legs hanging out with things. So I was like, OK, I need to leave before this lad has me in a little bag. <laughs> I just love the conviction that he like, so like he told that story like it was absolutely the most normal story in the world. Oh, and I was like, literally like, this guy's fucking psychopath. <laughs> completely normal. I was just there like, <laughs> I need to leave. I literally rang the taxi app, or got, not rang the taxi app, but ordered a taxi straight away. And I was like, I need to leave. But like, I think, doesn't sure the dog is the same as human? The winter rigor mortis after like a while. So like, he would have been a solid 
like frozen kind of almost you know isn't that what happened to dogs too I, 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 I like how do you get like a husky sized dog into a little bag like no, well I mean I mean that, that, well like what does neighbour think like because I'm sure the neighbour knows the dog like neighbours know who, whose dog is who the name, I, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know. Like, and then I was just like, oh Jeez. my God, at the end, like, it was just mad. And I was just like, honestly, I need to leave. And I just thought after it, I was like, why would you say that? Like, why would, why would you tell someone that on a first date? What not to say on, on, on any date ever. Never tell a story ever again. Honestly, I can't look at a little bag the same. It's oh, all God. I think about. Even if I'm in the shop, I just think about the dog, the husky and the little bag. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Oh, my God. And you know what the worst thing about that was? Is like, I was like, okay, the taxi's outside, Grant. I need to get to the door. And he was like, oh, I'll follow you out. And I was like, please don't. Like, I knew it was outside. And he's like, I had the best time. Leaned in for a kiss. I was like, nope, no, no, no. Um, Got into the taxi and just had message after message that night. And the next day it was like, oh, I had the best time. And you're like, okay, I just have to admit this didn't go well or whatever. And he's like, I'm really shocked it didn't go well. Where did I go wrong? <laughs> how about everything <laughs> maybe keep that dead, dead dog story yeah. to yourself thank yeah. you very much <laughs> but that's why anyway so yeah fun time yeah. maybe oh, that'll happen to you maybe it'll be a <laughs> dead dog in an Aldi bag like no just Okay, so we've got some fashion memories for you. We've kind of garnered up a few. Um, so we're going to put them all together now because it is Christmas time and it's nice to kind of, I think, reconnect and uh, relive some moments. So we got um, a message in here. Hey, T-Bud, my fashion memory is not so much about me, but when I was younger, my nanny used to come stay with us whenever she was sick. She used to lie in the bed and knit while recovering. So used to knit my beloved baby born doll clothes. I used to love them. Not a hope would I be allowed to get the baby born branded plastic outfits in the toy shops as they were probably too expensive. So this was the next best thing for me. Love the pod, D. Um, I have to say, I actually can remember when I got my baby born doll, it was Christmas in Granny's house, which is next door. And I remember coming down that stair and into the, the parlor and there was baby born underneath Christmas tree. And I was obsessed. I know we've discussed baby born before on the pod, but um, <coughs> obsessed with baby born. And imagine like, which one was baby born? The baby. Like, was that the one that peed? No, no, that was baby wee wee. Oh, okay. I don't think I had a baby born. Had you any dolls? I did have a doll. Yeah. I like, yeah, I did. I don't know. I don't think I was really into dolls. Like I was, I had Barbies and stuff, but I wasn't like a big doll person. I loved my baby born. I used to bring her like everywhere with me. Really? And the outfits. Yeah. And the outfits, like they were great, but I think it's nice that Dee had like proper, like homemade outfits. Now I know when you're a child, yeah. you probably want, you probably want the ones that baby born actually wears and you're kind of like, there's pressure as young people, you know, to have like the latest thing. But um, yeah. as for... Yeah, as for like like those nowadays would be like so cool. Imagine like having all these like unique outfits on your baby born. Yeah, like worth a lot more. I know it's so funny. You'd want the, I suppose, maybe shop plastic kind of outfit yeah. that everyone else has, but the knitted piece would be worth so much. And imagine, I suppose, like having it now as well when, you know, decades later, like there's a lot of value in that, you know? 
I have to say, I just love baby borns. Um, but if I was like, I was like, if I was Dino, I'd be like, you know what, Granny, can you knit me a matching jumper? I would love that going around matching jumpers, my baby. Oh, born. my friend Ali, she her mom always makes her iron jumpers, and she always does a different like knit every time, and I'm so jealous. I'm like, <laughs> she come in, and I'm just like, I want that. So nice. My cousins actually, um, they are Granny on their other side, so she's obviously not my granny she used to knit jumpers for a shop in Galway back in the day so she can knit like with her eyes closed and she could like knit so fast you know one of the she probably knit maybe a few jumpers in a day um so I've got a cardigan a cardigan and a jumper from her and it's just oh my god it's I love it it's, I'm obsessed with it um and it's just so warm as well and it's like so unique because she made it yeah of course oh my god I love stuff like that love it so Elizabeth Rose, tell us about your first Christmas outfit memory. I believe it involves a disco. Yeah, I had a two-piece from AX Paris. It was a black one. It was really nice for me. And my friend were matching. She got a pink one. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Can you remember like any specific like Christmas disco outfits? Like I think I, without fail, always wore a Santa hat and probably really short skirts. Oh no, I was brat. I would do that thing where I'd be with my friends and we'd have dressed up responsibly. And then as soon as we got inside the disco, we'd take off the layers and we'd have like a teeny little outfit on underneath it. That's what oh. I remember from teenage discos. Well, I'll tell you, my memories of teenage discos was we'd all wear rah-rah skirts and halter yeah. necks. They were like the bomb. Yeah. And we used to always get ready here in this room that I'm in right now. And the girls obviously were all wearing skirts and things. And then like Marcus my brother uh, used to be so strict like he'd ha he'd like see me go out the door and he'd be like she's not going out like that and mom be like what's up with all her friends are dressed like that no it's because like, you've got, <laughs> you want to dress the same as your friends and like yeah. I'd be like fine so then like mom used to say to me look leaving the house just have the O'Neills on and I was like grand so one time I was in my room here and had my black O'Neills on overneath my rara skirt and didn't I go like to get something and next minute my top obviously went up and Marcus was like you have a skirt on underneath. And he like, he was giving out to ma'am, being like, she's not allowed to wear a skirt. So I had to take the skirt off. And then ma'am said, put the skirt out the window and we'll get it before we go. So oh, my mother, so your, mom, your mom was like your, your, your wing woman. She, yeah, she was like, no, because she's like, you didn't, she knew I didn't want to be left out. Now, O'Neill's were, went, went through a phase of O'Neill's at the discos as well. And see, that's the terrible thing, I think. Yeah, that's the terrible thing, I think, about being younger as well, because you kind of do have to go with what your friends are doing or the gang yeah. because, you know, it is hard at that. You don't really care when you get older, but I think when you're young, but if you, you know, you stick out or you're kind of dressed a little bit differently, like it is such a big deal compared to as you're in that, like it's your, your individuality is definitely way more celebrated when you're older, but definitely yeah, and I not. Think, yeah, and like that age, you kind of just want to all morph into one. Like, and I, I yeah. even, like loads yeah. of the cousins actually all went to discos there last Oh, one of the days whenever school finished up and they all my aunties are all showing me the photos and like and they literally were all in the same style dress just different colours but like actually one of my cousins said to me uh, she showed me her dress before she went and I was like oh it's so cute and she's like yeah and she goes oh it belongs to my friend they all share and swap dresses which I think is very good like they're yeah. and I when I think back when we used to go to discos because god forbid you couldn't wear the same thing to a disco twice so we, we'd all swap clothes so like that's I remember then we'll say the, the Friday before disco in school we'd all be in the bathrooms at lunchtime trying on different outfits and like quite sustainable I have to say we were very good very very yeah oh my god Jesus I feel like <laughs> I don't know how long ago okay so Amelia tell me about your Christmas outfit memory my um Christmas outfit memory that I remember the most probably when I was around three or and I remember my grandmother dressed me in this red dress with plaid on it and like a big black fur jacket with a red bow in my hair do you still have it um, I say it's in grandma's wardrobe <laughs> somewhere or up in there. 
in the back of our wardrobe somewhere. Oh, that sounds like a gorgeous little outfit. To you of a memory like that. I don't actually, I don't think that I, <laughs> I don't think that I have a memory of wearing something specifically like that, but I do definitely remember my grandmother like helping dress me when we were young and it was like, you know, they nearly like to kind of put you in riskier things as they got older just for the crack, you know, just <laughs> dress you up a bit goofy or daft, you know. Well, my outfit, I think I actually had on my Instagram recently, it was a two piece from Slandoon in Spittle, which is like um, a huge Irish, huge shop with loads of Irish brands and stuff. But it was a little like kind of red riding hood style, little skirt, little kilt and a matching cape kind of um yeah, it was a cape kind of thing with a little hood and it was uh, checkered, red checkered. And I had it for my first ever modeling showcase when I was about seven or eight. And then like I wore it like all Christmas and I'd wear it then with a little cream. You were modeling at seven or eight? Yeah, I was, I'm sure, did I tell you this before? I was sent to Portman School. What? No, you <laughs> never mentioned this. What the hell is that? Did you watch The Crown? No. Princess Diana was sent to Portman School. It's to teach you basically to be a lady. <laughs> God, they did they did their job well. <laughs> what? Yeah. I've never even heard of that. Where the hell do you go to that kind of school? That's fucking well, hilarious. The time was Salt Hill and Galway, so I screen every Saturday morning for a couple of hours. Oh my god, is this the thing where they put like books on your head and make sure that you walk straight and everything? Well, that's all my aunts used to be like, saying to me. So I used to be kinda of in Granny's house practicing walking up and down books. But yeah, you'd be taught how to like literally walk in how to close a door because obviously when you close a door when you walk into a room and close a door you're never meant to turn your back in the room you're meant to always close the door and face the room with how to sit obviously with your legs tilted how to speak how to how to how to walk yeah so we teach and then at the end of it then you did a big showcase oh my god this is the funniest thing ever you never in all the time we've been friends you never told me that that is, that is hilarious it's like proper princess diary stuff I didn't know that when I didn't know that when you you close the door that you're supposed to face the room. I, I don't even I don't even like I don't consciously do it. I don't even know how I close the door. Yeah, but you probably you don't know if you watch me. You probably notice certain things. I did. Now a lot of the stuff that I was taught in department school, my father had already taught me. So like how to hold cutlery, like how to eat at a table. Yeah, loads of things. So but a lot of the stuff I was taught was dad had already had, and I remember like, but this is my dad already taught me. I suppose they wanted me to go. Like I have certificates and everything. I did it for like did it for a few years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God, certificates. This is the funniest thing I have ever heard, Megan. I'm actually going to be thinking about this after we record. That photo I put up on my Instagram last day with me sitting on dad's lap in that tartan outfit was taken at the showcase. And actually, my first showcase, I scored 98 out of 100. So where did, where did, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> like, I always think, I don't think people realise, like, I, like, because I, I don't know my parents kind of came from very different backgrounds in some ways or very different kind of upbringings and yeah then, um it's just like I don't know I suppose yeah dad was just that's it's always the way children should be seen and not heard children should be uh should only speak when spoken to and obviously sent to portman school and oh my god well I think you know like you are very graceful and you're tall and you have that kind of little elegance about you but I guess you have that kind of equal um definitely fucking rowdy and fiery side <laughs> as well so <laughs> good job mixing both of them <laughs> well see i think sometimes like maybe like maybe i was actually destined for prince harry like maybe it was meant to be me all along oh god would you want to be after all this shit honestly i'd have a great imagine the parties we'd have i'd like come on into Buckingham palace in <laughs> There'd be no phones. There'd be no phone rules. There'd be absolutely no social media. I'll tell you that much. Anyways, and we would have the absolute crack. I'd love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think so we discussed this before. Wrong, I've always said he picked the wrong Megan. He picked the wrong exactly. Megan. And it's her name's yeah. not even Megan. It's Rachel. Yeah, well, why is she called Megan? And was like Megan her middle name or something? I think Megan Markle is kind of more so her show. Yeah, I think she is, she's actually Rachel Megan Markle, I believe. And um, Megan Markle, I suppose, has a, does have a lovely ring to it, the M&M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's funny because Rachel was her name in Suits. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I got that right. Um, but yeah, so there you go. So maybe I was actually meant to be, it was meant to be Harry and Megan Scully. Yeah. <laughs> We we would have been we would have been we would have had a great crack together. Imagine seven Harry Prince Harry. We'd be living it up. The, I'd say the Buckingham Palace would have kicked us out years ago. Yeah, they would have definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, no amount of your whatever school that was called would have, would have saved your ass. <laughs> yes, there you go. I'm actually a lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well. I have a photo. I have a photo that springs to mind actually when you say I'm a lady of one of our nights out. I'm not going to oh explain it. Just this is why that. then you see I could couldn't have married Prince Harry because I've given you all way too much material and way too yeah. much photographic evidence. Some, yeah, I have some. Um, I have some photos that would definitely. Um... All right, Sharon. Okay, we get it. Okay, <laughs> we know. I will. I can never be a lady or someone of. <laughs> I can never be like if I was ever like go out with a celebrity or like you know date someone really well known. I like yeah, grand. I would like always know that my friends could take me down in a second. <laughs> yeah, but that means you have good friends, you know. <laughs> that means you have good friends that like you know you could open up to properly and you know tell your deepest darkest secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's too many of them now. Um. Okay. Well, look. I think it's time to get out because we have Christmas dinners to eat. Well, you obviously have to cook. I just have to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and there is wine to be had and Irish coffees. And what else have we got here, actually? Ooh. A lot of Christmas food, but a lot of, there's going to yeah. be a lot of savory food. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of cheese and crackers. So good. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So good. But look, all I can say is very Merry Christmas to you all. And thank you so much for joining us on Christmas Day or whatever day in one of those mad days that are on ahead that we don't know what day it is but it's somewhere in Christmas yeah the, um, what's it called the Christmas haze yeah you just don't know what day it is or what time it is yeah. and also we want to let you know that next Sunday is our final episode of series one yes so we're gonna have our last episode imagine the last one of the first series it's actually been so much crack so we're definitely gonna have a very fun and interesting podcast ready for you guys to go and then we're going to be taking the month of January off and then back in February so back with a bang back with a bang yeah enjoy all the eating send me photos of your dinner (laughs) send us yeah actually do or send us voice notes or anything funny that happens to you over Christmas anything eventful um we absolutely love getting them so as we said have an absolutely brilliant Christmas and we'll be back next week bye